internalized a lot of the stuff that I saw on social media and it just kind of made me feel like less of a person. Good morning, Smith. I'm Drew McCann, professional person and the host of this here student podcast, Tomorrow's Trial. I've been intrigued by technology for the longest time. Even now, I still can't believe how a plastic disc can code for a full-length movie. Now, what intrigues me more is the science behind those wrinkly chunks of meat in our heads that make us who we are, our brains. I want to observe what happens when these concepts merge. We're currently living in an information era with technology being its mode. Only recently has the internet matured, and the next generation of children will be the first generation to grow up with the internet and with us to educate them. Though, before we can show them the ropes, there's a certain question we should ask ourselves. Should we be giving children technology in the first place? Good morning, Mara. How are you? Recently, I interviewed a classmate of mine at my high school who I wanted to ask questions about the topic. Um, do I think they should be given access to technology right off the bat? No. A lot of fundamental skills formed in childhood come from play. So sticking them in front of an iPad for hours on end impedes that development. An article from Florida Tech Online on the effects of technology on child development states that technology harms attention spans, limits interpersonal interactions, affects emotional development, and can hurt their school performance later in their childhood. Technology and the internet run on stimulation. That's how they keep you hooked. And if a child were to get used to being overstimulated or get addicted to the technology, it may be difficult in the future to stay attentive to other tasks that aren't as eventful as playing Geometry Dash, like paying attention in the classroom. They don't get the same good feeling from finishing their homework as they do playing video games. Younger kids also don't have the maturity or the sense of responsibility that's needed to properly use technology and navigate the internet. Once kids get older, they're able to access the internet world by themselves, and they feel curious to explore what lies ahead of them. The further off they venture, the more vulnerable they become to the internet world, especially on social media. Predators away for them in their DMs, cyberbullies away to criticize every detail about them on their most recent post, fraudsters away to collect every bit of information about them to sell elsewhere, even if they weren't to interact with anyone through social media, trouble still lurks. I internalized a lot of the stuff that I saw on social media, like, that influencer's skinny, I want to be skinny. She has a new iPhone, I don't. Wow, they get to go on vacation there. I have never been there, but I really want to go. And it just kind of made me feel like less of a person, I guess. Okay, okay, okay. There's no way that the internet can be that bad of a place. Our schools are giving us laptops and iPads, not gateway drugs. Or are they? A recent study conducted by the US government- I'm kidding, but I know technology is better than this. There has to be a more positive approach to introduce technology to children. Let's go back. A lot of fundamental skills formed in childhood come from play.
Fundamental skills from in childhood come from play. I decided to dive deeper into this claim. An article from NPR looked at the research led by Rachel Barr and Lara Zimmerman, the study's lead author who is now at the University of Delaware. The study looked at how toddlers around the ages of 2 and 3 learn from a real person versus a screen. The researchers had the toddlers learn how to construct a three-piece puzzle. In one group, a touchscreen tablet had a ghost demonstration where the pieces moved by themselves to show how the pieces move. Another group had a person sitting next to them to demonstrate how they move the puzzle pieces. After the demonstrations, the toddlers in both groups had to construct a puzzle on either a tablet or a real puzzle. The toddlers who had the ghost demonstration struggled to construct the puzzle, but were able to once they had the person demonstrate. Having that person show them how to construct the puzzle allowed them to take that knowledge and apply it somewhere else. When the toddler only had the ghost demonstration on the screen to teach themselves, they might as well have learned nothing. Now, that's not to say that there's nothing good that comes from technology as a toddler, but a toddler does need help to interpret what they see. Now, what else did Mara say? Younger kids also don't have the maturity or the sense of responsibility that's needed to properly use technology and navigate the internet. I've seen parents use many different approaches to deal with their child's curiosity and build up their responsibility. Yet, I haven't seen someone approach teaching digital natives like John Shapiro. Parents, to some extent, need to remember that this sort of um, obsessive behavior around toys of interest, games of interest, this is normal for kids. Shapiro is the author of the book, The New Childhood, and it was interviewed by NPR's Debbie Elliott. He advocates that we shouldn't view kids as losing themselves in their devices, but they could be finding themselves instead. Do you put a limit on the, the amount of time per day? I don't put a limit on time. I never have put a limit on the time. And the reason I don't is because I prefer to be positive. So I certainly require lots of other things besides screen time that my kids must do. They must read books. They must go outside. They must brush their teeth. I mean, shouldn't we make sure that they put the screens down and go outside? And actually, when you talk to most kids, right, when they've done large surveys of large groups of kids, what they find out is the kids actually want to go outside and do that, but often it's the parents' restrictions, right? We're very scared of people being outside unsupervised right now. Uh, but more, what I would say is let's not frame those as opposites, right, screen time or outdoor time. I would like to see them integrated even, right? There's this idea that engineered technology is in opposition to the natural world is sort of against everything that science has always been about. Technology will continue to assimilate into our lives, possibly until we become it. So trying to keep our kids from it will only become more impossible as time goes on. Trying to hold on to yesterday's definition of childhood hinders us from moving forward. Help your child learn about technology and how they can navigate the online world safely. Have a talk with them about what's appropriate for them at their age and establish a relationship of trust instead of trying to restrict bad media and press from them. Help build 
tomorrow's generation. I have this interesting relationship with spicy mustard, okay? (laughs) 